If any of you guys out there are thinking about going back to school, or maybe you never enrolled in college in the first place, uh, maybe you did a couple years, then uh, had to drop out, you had to start working, check out MSU Denver Online. Because MSU Denver Online is built for every type of student, whether you work a job on the side, uh, whether you're going to college for the first time, uh, whether you're looking to go back and get a second degree, maybe a graduate degree, MSU Denver Online is built for everybody. They have awesome teachers who are super responsive, super engaged in your coursework and are there to help you learn. I mean, I can't even remember all the teachers I had throughout my undergrad experience who looked like they were just showing up to uh, collect a paycheck and just weren't even interested or weren't even engaged in the class they were teaching. It's not the case at MSU Denver Online. Uh, they have awesome teachers, they have awesome programs, and like I said, if you're a freshman or you're looking to go back to school or maybe you're looking to go get another degree, MSU Denver Online definitely has a class for you. So check them out. With it, Nuggets down by one. Shot clocks at three. Jokic, Sambor, shuffle is good! Here's the one. Shot clock going down. The step back. Baby. Knocked it down. The other one, an easier shot, doesn't go down. That gives Denver the lead. Denver is 12.9 seconds away from Arson, the most important. 5.8 remaining. Donovan Mitchell has it. Over to Bogdanovich. He lets it go. No good! Oh, my gosh. The Nuggets have stunned, shocked the Utah Jazz. Chills, baby. Chills. Oh, baby. <laughs> All right, Adam. <laughs> oh, Adam. Dum 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 dum. Intro music. One day through Friday. What's up? What's happening? Really? It's Thursday night. It's eight o'clock, and it's time for the DNBA show at DNVR Nuggets on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope. I'm your host, Brendan Vote. Uh, we'll be joined by the other host, Adam Myers, shortly. But uh, as usual, I'm with Harrison Wind. What's up, brother? What's up, guys? We are presented by Manscaped. As always, your balls will thank you. Balls will thank you. Um, his balls just thanked him. It's Eric Weedham, also known as D-Line Co. What's crap? I, I thought I made that pretty clear. My balls have literally never thanked me. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I do not Manscaped. I'll just yeah. say it. No, but seriously, guys. DNVR20 is the code. Get 20% off Manscaped products. Perfect package 3.0 is a great option. Hit it up. So we got a little bit to dive into today. We got some practice updates. We got to speak with Bull Bull for an official capacity for the Ooh. first time in like a year, Harrison. And um, I think since media day, yeah. Since media day, yeah. It's pretty and much been a year. In what is easily the most hyped development on this podcast ever, Adam has finally went golfing today. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. He'll be joining the show shortly. We'll check in with him and his ego, <laughs> and we'll see how that's doing. Um, I'm very pleased. I'll just say that. Early returns are looking good. Oh, man, the comment section is just already on point right now. <laughs> it's already on point. But, uh, hey, let's let's start in Orlando. Let's start with the updates. Uh, before we talk about the interviews and what we heard, let's talk about what everyone saw on the Internet today. Super producer Kale, let's pull it up. Um, first and foremost, I think we got to start with Denver Nuggets head coach Michael Malone. Oh, my gosh. Listen, guys, he's got game. Love that pass. A lot of whip on that swing. And here it is. He already knows he's shooting. you got to be ready to shoot at all times. you got to be yeah, ready. Yeah, you got to be shot ready. <laughs> Michael Malone, um, you know he fancies himself a traditional point guard. 
Yeah, the scrappy, white collar, high white. IQ. Oh wait, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> can shoot. Yeah, gritty. Just you know, he's the type of point guard who would like slap the floor when he's playing defense. <laughs> he's a slap the floor type point guard. And the the kind of coach that might give you more playing time if you slap the floor. Uh, okay, yeah. in the in the more hype department, guys. This is point guard, power forward, father of the year, Paul Millsap, slinging it. Oh my God! To one small forward, small forward, bull bull. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, this just got me hyped. I, I, I'm sure it did with you guys as well. Look at that! It's like it's like I mean, what else do we need? Like I'm honestly like, if we never play a minute of the season, I'll be like, eh, it's, it's fine. Like I got this clip. That's all. Like really, all I needed out of this whole reset. <clears throat> um, what a I mean, what a day! What well, a, what a just, life! We've seen a lot of empty gym Bobo highlights, and we've seen some Geely Bobo highlights, but not a lot where it's like, oh, that's Paul Milza, starting power forward for the Denver Nuggets. Like, I, this was one of those clips that almost kind of reminded me, oh, man, Bobo's actually on this team, which is, is kind I of know. an easy thing to forget, you know what I mean? Yeah, Dude. I mean, everybody's going to small ball. Like, what's the deal with small ball? Overrated, if you ask me. Like, let's just throw Jokic, Bowl, MPJ, Jeremy Grant, and Jamal Murray out there. Long like, ball, baby. What's what's the fascination with small ball? I don't I don't get it. To be quite yeah. honest. Well, yeah, I want MPJ, Bowl, Bowl, Mason Plumley, Nikola Jokic on the floor at the same time. Yeah. So this final clip, I don't really know what's going on. I just wanted to play it because if you'll see, we get a signature um, right angle double forearm gesture there from Jokic. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> Which, when they build his statue outside of Pepsi Center, it must be, it must be that expression. No, it's going to be the DNBA logo. What are you talking about? That's yeah, how he expresses confusion, the excitement, yeah. anger, contempt for the referees. What are they doing though? Can we guess what they're doing? Are they playing tag? Is this freeze tag? What's happening? Is it? I think it's tag. Well, listen. When your basketball team isn't there, this is what <laughs> practice looks like. Can we go back to the uh, Malone video? Yeah, I'd love to see that again. Can we, can we just go back to that one? I need, I need to talk about that some more. Yeah, let's go to this. Uh, oh, that's Jamal Murray. We'll talk about this in a second. If we can pull up that, that Michael Malone video, got me thinking, got me wanting to ask you fellas, um, where does Michael Malone stack up against other head coaches in the league? Like, who are the best ballers that are calling the shots around wow. the area. Well, what? I mean, Jason Kidd was in the league okay. not that long ago. That's a good, but is he a head coach? Oh, head coach? Well, maybe soon to be, but no, he is an assistant yeah, right now. exactly, so. Um, but yeah, you're right, that's the obvious answer. Well, Jason Kidd, Hall of Famer. Yep. That's yeah, that's one. true. You've also got, um, oh my gosh, what is his name? Uh, that was the coach of the Lakers and went to the... Luke Sac- Walton. Luke yeah, Luke Walton, Walton probably. He's got to be decent. Um, Doc Rivers. I mean, Doc Rivers was my was my first thought. Would you have placed I Michael Malone imagine, on that list? I cannot imagine Doc Rivers can can get up and down the floor anymore. Come Is on. Malone first team All NBA coach? I, I'm trying to think of who's the guy that would surprise. Like, I wonder, if, I wonder if uh, I wonder if Scotty Brooks can still play. Did Scotty Brooks play? I actually don't. Scotty Brooks has uh, um, he was like a backup point guard on a, he was like a backup journeyman point guard, I believe. I was just going to bring this up. We can put that video down there, Kale. Um It was once Stan Van Gundy. Remember? I also, I also think I, yeah. I, also so think I said white collar before. I mean blue collar. You course. did. Blue, <laughs> blue collar point guard. Oh, yeah. Tyron Blue, if he ever gets that. that oh, game. yeah. Who are the – Carlisle, yeah. who, who also was – I got to imagine Harry Lloyd Stanton. Pierce down in Atlanta can, Look at can that uh, hold his own. Yeah, yeah that's probably true. Um but yeah, Malone, Malone's the man. Um, some more who, do, who do we think is the worst coach? 
Oh. Greg Popovich. He's eight, he's nine hundred years old. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What are you supposed to do? Like we we weren't even sure if he should get, enter into the bubble. He's, there's no way he should go onto an, an NBA court and start to to play basketball. I have a feeling Nick Nurse is like probably terrible, but like he's like a genius. Sees the floor, sees the game. Yeah. Oh, he's ca- he, dude. He's he's calling foul all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball. Really bad look shots. And <laughs> yeah, Nick like Nurse is like you know. Nick Nurse moves the ball. He moves the ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Um. Well, let's uh. We can drop those videos, Kel. Let's let's move on to what we heard today. We got a little update. We did get to speak with a couple of players. The Nuggets did practice. Bull Bull, uh, notably, he spoke with the media for the first time since media day, as Harrison pointed out. Uh, we heard a couple of things I'm sure you've, you've seen on Twitter by now. Um, Bull Bull and small forward being used in the same sentence. Very exciting. But, Wind, I just wanted to know if you had a general takeaway or a particular quote that really stood out to you as we got to talk to this young man for the first time in a minute. The small forward thing was uh, obviously the the uh, buzzworthy thing to come out of uh, today's media uh-huh. session. We talked about it on yesterday's show. I'm pretty sure they have 10 guys there right now. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they're <clears throat> maybe they're running a little five on five. Not sure, uh, but they don't have many guards. They have Jamal Murray and Troy Daniels and Will Barton. You can count him as a guard. So uh, they'll need to slide everybody up a little. So uh, yeah, Bull Bull apparently running some three. Uh, but my main takeaway from talking to him, man, this was the same takeaway we had back in the summer and uh, back at media day as well. The guy's so young. This, yeah. guy, this guy is so young. Uh, he's so green. He's so new to the NBA. He's so green. new to just even probably living like an adult life. Um, uh, he, he's got like a lot to learn, of course, but it, it seems like he's really enjoying it. Like he's practicing for the first time really consistently, uh, maybe ever, as a Denver Nugget. And I, I feel like he's in a really good place. He seems generally happy and in good spirits that he's at least getting on the floor and practicing consistently. You know, I've spoken with both um, Bull and Blacko sort of on the side about their G League experiences and sort of different answers, different experiences. And I do think that's the type of experience that's sort of what you make of it. And what I'm getting at is, you know, Vlaco new to the NBA, not new to professional basketball, not new to the environment of sort of being coached, holding himself accountable, um, and sort of staying in touch and doing all the work. Flacco told me he actually felt like he was in touch with Nuggets coaches every single day, whether he was with the team or not. Bull kind of gave me a, a different answer, and I just think it's it's he's sort of learning um, just sort of what it's like to be in the NBA. Um, and so green, I think, is really the word. And no, I don't think he's going to play small forward. I think they just don't have half their team. But I do think, as, as Wind was saying just now and prior to the show, the key takeaway here is... There's a real silver lining in this guy getting to practice with Paul Millsap, Nikola Jokic, the actual Denver Nuggets. Because at some point, this guy goes from fantasy, from idea, to actual player on the roster. And that might be, um, you know, really soon here. Really soon. Yeah, I mean, did, did you kind of get that sense? Like, he, there's like a relief in his mind that he's actually practicing. Like, because of course, he played nine games at Oregon. Uh, he, he sat on the bench for the first couple months of the season. He then played in uh, just a handful of games in the G League and then, you know, sat on the Nuggets bench later in the season. Could you also sense that little bit of relief that he's like, okay, I'm finally playing. This is like at Definitely. least what I know a little bit. 
Definitely. And I do think, to bring it back to the G League thing, like it's great to be out there and playing basketball, but that two-way gig is probably almost like a limbo experience if you're not really sure what to do with it and just sort of how navigate being a pro in general. So to be here, to be with the team, um, when the stakes are really ramped up too, it's got to be such an exciting experience for a young athlete. Adam Arnaz who's joined the show. Nice yeah, unbelievable. To, unbelievable. To oh, wow. Us. Oh, wow. Look at that. This is the first time I've gotten the applause. Wow. Uh, <laughs> nice polo. Special. You look like you were uh, playing some recreational golf. <laughs> oh, oh, it's God. straight. Unbelievable. Holy unbelievable. Unbelievable. You put the pressure on. That's what I Oh, mean. and it hit the cart path. Who's closest? Uh, Spencer. Yeah. Spencer by about um, seventy wow. yards is what he said. Seventy yards. Is the, <laughs> the, the video. The, honest, honestly, the funny thing is, is like I can never see the ball. This is my second time playing golf. I can never see where the ball goes, so people have to watch for me. Terrible hit. Wouldn't even close. Like a so, horrible. So, so that drive right there. Compare that to the rest of your drives today. Was that better or worse, or about the same? Probably my first or second best hit. The only other one that was worth a darn was the other one we did that was live. We did two while we were live, and they were both, like, great hit, like, pretty solid. But um, those other two dudes, so Spencer and Mitchell, man, like, those dudes, and RK, too, man, they all crush it. So Well, the dude in the white pants looked like he'd been out in the course. Yeah, that guy's a golfer. <laughs> that guy looks <laughs> like he yeah. golfs. Yeah. That's Spencer, that, yeah. That guy has a golfer vibe. I gotta say, uh, your balance was not great on that shot, Adam. And you, think? you keep calling it you keep calling it a hit, which is also not uh, a great sign. That's not a great sign for you. Yeah. Man, also, like, if you if you react that way after a drive, that's that sounded like to me your best drive, based yeah, on absolutely. the reaction. Well, I think he, I, I do think he was definitely playing it up for the uh, the periscope. Yeah. But uh, I think, you know, I so mean, here's here's the thing: you couldn't see where the ball went, could you? No, no. So no, you could only no. judge who did well by how the reaction was. I learned this. So if you react like it was incredible, then it's like, uh, you know, after a round in boxing, both boxers are like, hell yeah, yeah. I did it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you have to do. You're like, that's what I imagine Biff from Back to the Future golf. So like, just crank it up. Let it you, rip and You know what's funny is I always forget that I'm, like, an enormous person until I see myself on, like, camera, and I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, that's right. You really and just need to hang out with Brendan more often. You would not forget. Shit. <laughs> I'm glad I watched that video, though, because the first half of that video is why I got very um, uh, upset when, you, when I learned you were going to start golfing, right? The way he reacted off the hit, I'm like, oh, I don't have the capacity to have this in my life, <laughs> this type no. of arrogance. Well, if but, it makes you feel any better, I did golf about a 190 today. So, oh, okay, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, you can only go Wait, how many holes? Uh, well, there was, there was a, actually, it was only 17. We skipped one because there were some very slow people. So we're like, oh, okay. forget this. So, so just, a, just a bunch of a, a, a smattering of 10s is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. And honestly, you pick it up after 10. So it wasn't even like I put it in the hole. It's just like, all right, I'm done. Move on. <laughs> Well, well, listen, Adam, you joined us here for, um, we're answering the key question on tonight's show. Okay. Talking about, um, speaking with Bobo for the first time since Media Day, he mentioned he's playing a lot of small forward. Um, I I'm sure you, like us, don't actually expect that to happen in a game. Um, but do you agree with Harrison's uh, sort of take here that there's a real silver lining in Bobo getting to spend this time with the team and the coaching staff? Oh, man, no doubt about it. I, I actually think it's really, really good for his development. Harrison also had another great point earlier in the week when he was talking oh, about this is about the time. Week. Two point, two good points in one week. <laughs> no, when he was talking about this is about the time when Bol Bol would be playing anyway, right? Um, right yeah. And the reason I like that is 
you can contrast what his experience would have been if the world was normal and it was summer league. You know, he's probably there with a draft pick and I don't even know what other player would have been there. Vlaco Chanchar. It just wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been immersed in the team quite yet. So I think the, in a weird way, the fact that there's six, seven players still not inside the bubble. So Bol Bol gets to take center stage. I think that's a, I actually think it's really, really good. If there's one silver right. lining to all this, it's that Bol Bol is getting what I perceive to be a, a phenomenal introduction to the team. Yeah, he gets regular practice run, and then he probably also gets some one-on-one -on -one time with coaches that he would not get if the Nuggets had 17 guys down there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like, yes, the fact that they don't have almost half the team down there right now, not great. Uh, but, yeah, we could find a silver lining. He gets that yeah. precious tag time also. Um, if we don't get a picture of Bull Bull on a water slide, though, I'm going to be very upset. You know, <laughs> I want that. I need that. Bull Bull is so interesting, man. I'm just, I'm so fascinated uh, by him in, in so many ways. And I'm telling you, I was walking around, like, talking to some of these guys today out on the course or whatever, and I was just like, Bull Bull, Michael Porter Jr., they're both just so immensely fascinating. We are, like, seeing the tip of the iceberg with them. So, mm -hmm. this I think, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I just think the Nuggets are going to be. Aside from the fact that their championship window is open, even if it's only slightly open, they also just have these other things yep. being added to the team that are inherently interesting. Even if they don't, they they don't win. You know, they, and I don't I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm really you, grateful for it. Yeah, this is what you get with a a very competent uh, drafting front office where you just are constantly re stocking the cupboard yeah. you know and like, you know, yeah and, and the cupboard was a little bare i thought at least after the uh after absolutely. the beasley trade Wancho, <sighs> yeah. yeah. vanderbilt uh but now they've got dozier in the pipeline now they yeah. have bull in the pipeline yep. yeah so that is what good teams do they replenish the pipeline i do i am intrigued maybe you guys talked about this already i apologize but the, so the quote today was that he was playing small forward and i know that's look they have four centers and in all these power forwards but I'm, I had this thought, too. Draymond Green became a center for the Golden State Warriors out of necessity, not out of, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And look, I'm not saying Bull Bull's going to be a small forward. I don't think that's the case. But what I am saying is that maybe you're forced to just play weird, right. non-conventional yeah. lineups. And look, Bull Bull can shoot. Jeremy Grant can shoot. Um, Michael Porter Jr. You might just be forced into it. And even if it's just for an exhibition game or one of these somewhat meaningless eight-seeding games, there's at least a small chance that you learn something there that makes you bold enough next year to go, why not? Just throw bold. it out there against the Hawks. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'll say it, Brendan. Bold, bold. <laughs> Sorry. There's, there's, real, um, there's real utility there, right? Because you're going to have yeah. to figure out how, a way to get a very talented player on the floor at a position where your franchise player already plays. And beyond that, I think to extract full value from a guy like Bull, um, a unique talent like Bull, you want to be seeing where the boundaries are. Because it might be the case that it's actually shooting guard is too small, but small forward works. I mean, you want to be figuring that stuff out because this guy is, um, it's unique. For this sort yeah. of a weapon to fall into your lap, to use it conventionally would be a waste. So you definitely want to play with this time. You guys I saw the video of him dunking. Like, it, he's just so yeah. long that he jumps from so far, and you think he's going to, like, stretch, and he just ends up dunking it, like, here, just because yeah. he's so long. No, I, I said it when we uh, came on the show. What's the deal with small ball? I don't get the fascination. Like, <laughs> screw it. Yeah. I, it is unbelievable that we got – it's unbelievable we got Bull Bull, too, if you, like, really think about the what it took for him to fall into our 
sphere. Like, how many, every single team had to pass on him many more than once, and then the Nuggets didn't even have a draft pick and somehow got it. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Second draft in a row where the Nuggets ended up with a player. I was like, oh, shit. I had yeah. no Bobo idea was that top was on 10. the Bobo was top 10 on yeah. the Nuggets draft board. Yeah, yeah for sure. They got wow. him at 44. So I saw that comment, and I do want to pump the brakes on one thing because I saw the comment about, like, oh, is going to have a hard time not playing Plumlee or whatever. Guys, that's not happening this year. Like, Bull Bull, is, we might get a sneak peek of Bull Bull, but it, we are not going to get an actual peek of him this year because there's not playing in the playoffs. Unless somehow we, there's like one of these seeding games he goes for 35, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> never say never. Say it's never. not going to happen. Come on. I, come I don't, on it seems like this point, Nuggets Twitter's almost taking its eye off the prize. They're like, title? Maybe. Totally. Point bowl bowl game? Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> Bri- yeah. Brendan, I'm telling you, you're new <laughs> you're new to town. This is what Nuggets this is what oh, the yeah. Nuggets being a Nuggets fan is, is you load up and then you think about next year. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. We're already like, oh baby, the future's bright. We're like, well, you know, where the, the playoffs are gonna start. Like the current is also bright if we wanted to focus on that. No, bowl bowl and MPJ. Let's do this. All right, would you rather have a Jokic fifty point game? A Murray 50-point game, a Michael Porter Jr. 35-point game, or a Bol Bol 25-point game? In, you only the, get in the eight seeding games? Or no, like... this is play. Yeah, I guess the seeding game. Let's be realistic. Bol Bol, man. Bol Bol Actually, no. 25? MPJ, MPJ, because that's the one where that happens and maybe that influences decision-making. <laughs> that's a, that's a great players. point. That's, a great that's point. the smart answer, but give me the Bol Bol 25-point yeah, that's, that's the good answer. <laughs> Yo, I want, I want that Murray 50. Like, that. that's what you really want. I mean, that's the, <sighs> and that's a, the and real loss, core. Eric, and a loss, Eric, and a loss. Honestly, if Murray has a 50-point game, then I think the Nuggets are going to be really – they're going to be solid. They're going to be really good. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if Murray – I mean, that's – that again, like, this is the, the tantalizing treat where you – not only are you offering us – Fewer points for Bobo. <laughs> he's like not even, it, there's not even a concept for him to break into the lineup currently, but we want our starting point guard to score 50. We're like, eh, eh, I, don't know. <laughs> I love that. Hey, let's um, go to a break, but really quick, I do, we also had to talk to Troy Daniels. I don't, I hadn't spoken with him before. Uh, cool dude, I think. Um, and he told a really kind of sad birthday anecdote. Um, he did say he tried to go fishing on his birthday. Couldn't get any of the Nuggets to go with him, and he didn't catch anything. Yeah, come on, Nuggets. You're, you guys are supposed to be this, like, great chemistry team where everybody loves each other. Nobody can go fishing with Troy Daniels? Come on. What a Charlie Brown story that is. I know. I don't, I don't have a lot of, like, I don't have any analysis there, but, man, what a... What a For sad his birthday, tale. nonetheless. Yo, listen. Come everybody on. here has had the worst birthday of their lives if it happened in the last four months. So that's true. That's true. Great point. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. He'll be what? fine. Mine did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Now you had a picture on Twitter. You had to dress up your own apartment, like pretend it was a restaurant. Like, <laughs> all seriousness, though, must be tough to like go quarantine with a team you've known for like seven days. Totally. So true. Oh. You know, he's in a tough spot. Doesn't even know their names. There's for no sure. way he knows Vlatko Chanchar's name. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, who's that one guy? Well, he's not even there, so that's, he doesn't yeah, that's need good, to know it at this point. point. Oh, this is a perfect segue to segment two, uh, that comment, but that's coming up after the break. Let's go to Harrison. Oh, Black. nice. All right, let's do it, guys. Um, I was out to dinner tonight, went to order a beer. Congrats. No Breck Brew on the oh. menu, though. Like, oh. immediate downgrade in my book, this restaurant that I went to. Still love it, but... I love that you're not unwilling as as to throw be. them under the bus by sharing their name. That's good work. That's good work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, if you're looking to pick up some Breck Brew, uh, check out Davidson's. They have pickup and delivery, of course. And when you're there, 
look for the 15 can sampler from Breck Brew. Oop, the wrong drop. There it Jokic is. Jokic pack, of course. <laughs> there it is. Uh, also, check out the Mile High City Copper Lager. Uh, Davidson's, of course, has pickup and delivery. Uh, and also, you can get Breck Brews everywhere. You can get them from uh, your local supermarket. You can get them from Breck Brew itself using the... Uh, and then you can also use the Breck Brew Beer Locator as well. So tons of places to get Breck Brew from. Uh, also, guys, the excitement and anticipation has been growing. Can you feel it? Can you guys feel it? Baseball is back next week. Baseball Ooh. is Woo-boo-boo-boo-boo. back. Air horn, air horn, air horn. Yeah. I don't know how, but Eric, are you are you going to play music? Are you on the yeah. the board tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, well, we were I, both playing a song there. <laughs> but you, yours wasn't playing, so I, I jumped up. Ah. I, I took I took control. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you guys know about this awesome promotion uh, that DraftKings is running. Uh, to put you in the center of the action, DraftKings Sportsbook is celebrating the new season with this special promotion before the season starts. Place a bet of at least $25 on who will be crowned the champion, and they'll give you $25 free to bet on opening day so put 25 on the rockies put 25 on any team and then you got another 25 we're a week away wish. from betting on the nba two weeks away from betting on the nba i can't well wait. other people are. we would never gamble <laughs> on the nba why wouldn't we we're, we're allowed to now oh, or, I, I don't even uh, know what the rule you are <laughs> we would never uh jeopardize our objectivity like that uh, but of course DraftKings sportsbook is u.s based making it safe secure and reliable plus it's super easy to deposit uh, I've obviously been depositing and withdrawing a lot. I think D-Line has been withdrawing a lot, especially. What are you, you talking can, about? You can probably speak to how easy it is to Dude. withdraw right into your bank account. Yes. I, I, I did that thing where, like, that, that super newbie, uh, like, scared money energy where I won, like, a little bit of money. And I immediately, and then you just I immediately pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, but it goes into your account super yeah. quick, just, like, yeah, a couple yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very easy. Very easy. Yeah. Super easy. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Bonuses comprise of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25-times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero. And we're back. We back. We're ready to talk about rankings. Let's do uh, rankings. Let's get mad about rankings again. <laughs> Adam's uh, favorite topic: rankings. Oh, I love it. Let's rank some stuff. ESP, ESPN shared their NBA bubble rankings, predicting the fifty best players in Orlando. I'm going to share this screen here, right quick. Uh, so look, there's our guy Jamal Murray coming in at 33 i'm going to show you he is in between lou williams in betwixt in betwixt lou williams and john Morant at 32 wind mm. i'll go to you just just generally speaking 33 ballpark does that sound right to you are you upset by this ranking oh man i feel like he's a tad low i'd probably take jamal murray over john Morant in a game if mm. i had to win one game um I might take him over Fred Van Fleet. I'd probably take him over Montrez Harrell. Sabonis? I'd probably take him over Sabonis. I mean, the Van Fleet Harrell picks are pretty wild. They have both of those players above Devin Booker. I mean, that seems pretty wild. I mean, Sabonis, I love Demonis Sabonis, but, like, really? 
I don't know either. But uh, uh, Murray, the thing with Murray is that at his best, he's so clearly better than all these guys. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. But if his bad games and his sort of like shooting slumps can really weigh him down. Yeah. And I, I think as with all things with with the Denver Nuggets, the people that make these lists are not watching all the time. And there's a lot of just like which games did you catch of his? Totally. Um, Jokic has a little bit of this as well. Um, but I think he's clearly better than all of those guys. I just, just think crazy he has to earn that definitive rank. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. though. We learned firsthand. You guys knew probably beforehand, but like when we tried to make the top fifty of um, the, our top fifty athletes list, you just you realize like once you get down to like the thirties, the twenties, yeah, you're yeah. like, <laughs> you start start sprinkling them wherever they might go. You don't really like. You're not as critical as you are when you're thinking about like the top ten, the the what where people will actually start arguing about it. The but one the, thing I will say is I am I'm kind of glad that he consistently ranks in these ways, and it's only because we know Jamal is supremely confident. Um, I don't. That's not gonna like hurt his confidence or whatever. But I do like that it's like you don't have the respect yet. And this is one thing I think with Jokic that's it, Malone always talks about having to earn the rotation spots or whatever. Well, you also have to sort of earn superstardom in Denver. Like Kyle Kuzma was anointed a star before he, you know, like in summer league, right? Like if you're a Correct Laker, you so. get a no- I, Alex Caruso is a superstar already in Denver. The you Caruso. have to earn it t- two times over. And so I think there's something maybe a little motivating to that. But once you arrive, like we've seen with Jokic, Jokic gets the respect. Maybe somebody has him ranked ninth or whatever, but he, everybody agrees he's a top 10 player now. And, and it's cool when you earn it the hard way. Was it Zach Lowe who called Murray the most, one of the most important swing men in the NBA this season coming into the season? Yeah. I think it's really apt, and I think this playoff ranking really sort of reflects this well. I think the ranking's appropriate, but he is that wild X factor because two, three, even four games at a time, he can be a top 20, top 15 guy in this ball. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Um, he can outplay Damian Lillard in a game against Damian Lillard. I mean, we've seen He has. It. He has. Kyrie so, Irving? I mean, he's outplayed Kyrie in an actual duel. That's like the closest we've seen to a point guard duel, I would say, with, yeah, with Murray. Absolutely. And he outplayed him. He stepped up to the plate. So right. so much so that Kyrie kicked the ball into the stands. No, he's, yeah. he's so he's so important, unless Bull Bull can score 25. <laughs> and who cares, right? <laughs> so I, I want to finish the rankings conversation, but we should talk more about Jamal because there's been a lot of conversation about all the players who have yet to get there, the players who will get there soon. Jamal's been there. Jamal's locked and loaded. So so we'll have that conversation in a bit. But the other guy in these rankings, of course, uh, Nikola Jokic, he comes in at number nine. And so that's just ahead of Jimmy Butler. And um, that's just behind Paul George at eight. Nine seems low to me, fellas. I'll just say it. Um, the Paul George one kind of... It's been a long time since Paul George was the number one guy in the playoffs. I think oh, totally. he can help you a lot. I think if, you, if he's the complimentary piece to Kawhi Leonard, like, yeah, that team can, can mess around and win a title for sure. But is Paul George, like, if you had no one else on your team and you're picking from this entire pool, I think if you take Paul George eighth, you're in for a second round or a Western Conference Finals exit. That's just how I feel. Yeah, that that feels like a super like vintage take. Like, yeah, you would you would put him so high. Like, you're. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, we we've talked about this before. Like, what he was going to be versus what he has to this point panned out to be after the injury. Like, I mean, Paul George was like, you know, he was sort of anointed. He was going to be 
the next uh, the next big thing in the Eastern Conference. And now he's like good, but he's definitely like you know just a complimentary player now on his team. Paul George went toe to toe with LeBron, but that was like in 2013 yeah. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was so long ago. ago. So I kind of give it. His high was higher. It was than also Jokic's before high. like the shoulder injuries, which have like yeah a big thing with him. Again, I just can't get upset over these player rankings. Personally, yeah, I think Jokic has proven a lot more, especially if you talk about the last year. I, it was funny. I saw late last night I was on Twitter at, like, 1 in the morning, and I saw Nate Jones put something out, who I think is one of the best, by the way, like, just, like, observers of basketball and, comment, you know, somebody that comments on basketball. But he put out, I'm not sure about Jokic's weight or whatever. And I put out the stat of, like, guys, just go look at his numbers in February when he was already skinny. His numbers yeah. were some of – February might have been the best month of Jokic's career. Right, uh, really, and you look at those numbers, and then you try try to compare them to anybody else in the league, and it's like, come on, like what? <laughs> what does he have to prove that he yeah. actually does do this on a consistent basis? But again, some, I can't get some of the about games it. in February, uh, the Jazz game that was in February, the seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he also had some Milwaukee other ridiculous games. Yeah, Milwaukee, see, I, that Toronto game was in uh, early March. Yeah, actually, if you just go back, because we kind of forgot, because Jokic had like five or six bad games that, after the All Star yeah. break where he just wasn't playing well, and you kind of remember that. But if you just go back and look at the stat lines in January and February, like January fifteenth to the end of February, the numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, keep pulling this thread because I want to see if I can get out of about rankings. I mean, here's here's number six. Oh my God! I, I look, mean, I, I mean, what are you trying to do to us, vote? Uh, look, I'll just—I don't actually want Adam to get mad over the rankings, but I will <laughs> say this: like, what, 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 Jokic turned in a first-team All-NBA season. What changed over quarantine period where you're going? But it's still Embiid with the higher ceiling. You know what I mean? We, we had all of last season. Jokic was first-team NBA. We had all of the 14-game postseason run where Jokic was a top-three player on the planet. We had this season when he was first-team All-NBA again. Keep sleeping, man. I love it. Yeah. It's Front City. Me it too, good. man. Actually, that's the other part of this is why I don't get mad. It's because, um, yeah, just I, I, I'm cool with them being the the upset team, not the, the not the favorite. Yeah, I mean, getting mad over it is really ridiculous. I, I did put that out on Twitter yesterday. I mean, it's actually fun. It's fun for me to see this stuff again. It's fun to see that that those ESPN odds where the Nuggets have a zero percent chance of winning a title. A zero percent chance. Don't get mad. Embrace it. Like this is what being a Nuggets fan is about. And when and if that big day comes, it's why it's going to be that so much sweeter. So let's say Jokic averages 25, 12, and eight. Good shooting percentages. We'll say 30, 37 and a half percent from three. And the Nuggets win the championship this year. Where is Jokic ranked on ESPN's like rake player ranking? Because I'm gonna say to, to, to start next 11th. year. To start he's, next year. He yeah, slides. to start next year, they're gonna move up to fifth or sixth, I think. Yeah. yeah. He'll be behind LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi, Curry, KD, KD. Doncic will have a first round exit, but he'll have leapfrogged it for sure. <laughs> for so sure. Totally. Paul George will probably find his way into the top ten again. Um. Yeah, look, there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of meat on the rankings bone, but it, it did have me sort of thinking about Jamal Murray a lot today. And I mentioned this earlier, so much to be made of, of where the rest of the key guys are. Well, we know Jamal Murray's there and been there and going to be there. Um, it's come out that he looks like he's gained some he, – he said he's gained some weight. It looks like he's gained some weight. He looks yoked in, in a good way. He looks strong. Jamal Murray did? Um, wow, I didn't see that. And so he, I don't know, man, I'm just really excited about Jamal's postseason. And this, to me, is a guy who I actually don't think lost focus at any point over these last few months. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I think Jamal, there are nitpicks to be made in his game. Well, yeah, well, he lost focus on who he was sending something to. 
But I, but the idea, look, the idea of wanting to be and working to be a better basketball player, Jamal Murray is about that life. There's no doubt in my mind. And I just think that this is a guy who wants to be the best he can be. And when we saw him looking maybe a little um, perturbed in that interview the other day, I think he was just like, he wants his whole team there. He's yeah. ready to get past the trivialities, the formalities, the silly media availabilities. He wants to go win a title. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just think he's been focused and locked and ready this whole time. I'm, I'm really excited to see. Yeah, that. I felt like the entire like all of last or the all of the first part of this season uh, was really colored by Jamal being hobbled a lot. Like it, I felt like every time that he played, like his legs got hurt. He, he, like yeah, I agree. Ever since uh, basically since the Spurs matchup, like where he got. Uh, Picked really hard and like he it yeah. bruised his thigh like yeah, every purdled. time he purdled and once he got purdled like I, I swear like every time I watched him play he would just like get injured like his or his legs would hurt or something and like um, I don't know I, I'm with you Vaughn. like I, I think he, he does seem like he has a different level of focus he's like ready <laughs> so I, I think I think Jamal has been really good uh, good really good throughout his career in these last couple of seasons when he's come back from a layoff whether it's been, like, injury or the All-Star break. Like, I remember he came back from that injury in February and then had that uh, that Murray mentality game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, he had the All-Star break. And yeah, we're going to get a 50-piece. It's going to happen. He, he came out of the All-Star break like a different player. He was shooting almost one and a half more threes per game. I thought he was playing, like, way more in control. He was seeing the game differently. So, I mean, this is a little more than a standard layoff. This is, you know, a typical offseason. Um, but I feel like he has – used layoffs and just breaks before to refocus to recommit and just come back like super locked in i see the take all the time about murray being the hardest worker on the team and i don't i don't know if that's true i think he works hard i don't this is by no means first of all we don't have we don't we don't get to see this we don't know and we don't know and when you talk to players there's like a handful of guys you know maybe that they'll say you know this is the guy but i always get the i always hear gary harris is like the hardest worker like that's the guy that is the 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 weight room beast and and everything else. I think Michael Porter Jr. is sort of like addicted to basketball, so I don't think he ever takes time off because he just that's what that's what he does with his free time. But you um, know what I do think? I think more than any player in that locker room, Jamal's been sitting in his room picturing the trophy. I really do. I so, just so I saw somebody in the in the comments say that he's the most mentally tough, and I think that part is like certainly true. Like he he really does have that mental 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 toughness and focus and stuff that's separate from necessarily hard work and, and and but but i do think like when push comes to shove and everyone's pushed to their limit he thrives and, yeah. and it's been He's a gamer so, it's He's been a gamer. so long right i mean it almost feels like a, a completely distinct season now but it is prior to the mpj introduction and all of the mpj questions to me the biggest question to answer data point to gather coming into this postseason is Jamal closer to the guy we saw at the highs or closer to the guy that couldn't handle Derek White? and Or is it just going to be inconsistency? Can he get that level up? I think that's really yeah. the operative question. You're not going to find out the answer to those questions, in my opinion, across 82 games. It's going to be about the playoffs. And so watching these highlights, looking at these pictures of Jamal, I'm just sort of been reminded of how excited I am because that book is not closed yet. That has that final chapter. Not even not close. No. And, and there, there's still a chance that he peaks out way higher than I've ever given him credit for. And so I'm very stoked to see that process again. What about this vote? Let me ask you is this, where does he rank on your nuggets? Play? Let's assume everybody's healthy and inside the bubble and whatever. Okay. Forget the quarantine or, or whatever. Where does he rank on your most excited nuggets to see on the court? This can include bull bull given that Bull Bulls will probably only going to play a handful of minutes, but where does he rank on your most excited? Number two. 
Behind MPJ, MPJ, Jamal Murray. Oh, MPJ and then and then Jamal Murray. Interesting. What about you, for you, Harrison? Yeah, definitely three. Definitely three. He's behind who? MPJ and Jokic. Okay. Jokic, I just think I know what I'm getting. I mean, I'm hyped to see it again. I know. But I just think I know what to prepare for, you know? Yoke's that old movie I could watch. <laughs> like, it's on TV. I'm going to watch it again. I go, I, oh, my God. Dude, you the mere sight of Nikola Jokic prompted the happy music to this. Uh, I know. That's so true. You yeah. know what's funny, though? Underrated highlight video on all of YouTube is the MPJ Every Shot He Made video. Have you guys seen this video on there? Uh-uh. Where you, no. you, if you go on YouTube and you search for it, people are going to leave the stream now to go watch it. Don't do that. Wait till this is over. <laughs> no, but you go and you just type in MPJ Every Make from the Season. Well, first of all, any video where a guy makes every shot feels like they're just like incredible. But his shots, I'm telling you, there's a lot of beautiful ones in there. They are beautiful. They there's are not that many beautiful. not exciting sh- points that he scored this year. Anyway, for me, it would, for me, it would go Jokic because, you know, of course, um, MPJ, Bull, and then <laughs> and then probably probably. Yeah. Are you, are and you I talk- know I'm only going to see Bull for like 15 yeah. minutes. So Bull, wait, is is it- Bull is so exciting, but like I don't think he's going to play in the actual playoffs, so it's tough. Yeah, what is this? What, what do you mean by this question? You're like, who like gets your heart racing when the, you see them go to the scorers table? At, like that they're coming in. It, it's just like, excited. It's, that's the question doesn't have to make sense, Eric. Who are you most excited? <laughs> well, I just want to know how to answer this question. If you're talking about like because like who can get my heart racing the most? It is absolutely Jamal Murray. When he, if we're in the middle of a Murray flurry, yeah. if if you're talking about like who if they're coming up to the scorers table, I'm like okay, you know, it's like yeah. it's but. I, Jamal has gotten me more hype than any. Well, I mean, Jokic's, Jokic's highs have probably got me the most hype. Although, man, when when Jamal like gets unconscious, it is like oh I mean, yeah, it, it's contagious. And you know, it, like every the the the, you know, the entire arena just like starts pulsing as one. And, like yeah. people are like, yeah. oh my god, like a, a, a Jamal a, Jamal, a Murray flurry, as you said, is a Murray flurry. <laughs> a Murray flurry. Like when Jokic gets in that zone. He's not shooting it every time down, uh-huh. you know. Right. Oh, like right. maybe he's, he's just shooting it, and then you know maybe he's making a crazy yes. pass. But he's always looking to get others involved. Like when when Jamal's in that zone, he's shooting it every time. So it is more exciting than like when Jokic is there. For that's sure. yeah. That's what I mean. Like yeah. But no, but I'm just like you. the thought of play of Murray playing, I'm not. I'm like. I mean, we're not. We're, he's been in every highlight that we've seen from the bubble. We like having. We're like, oh yeah, and Jamal too. But bull bull, it's out like. <laughs> but it, it, as far as like who can like really get you going like i mean it's jamal absolutely sneaky answer gary harris although this him not being there is taking a little wind out of the sail excited to see him yeah no doubt it'd be a great feel-good story the feel-good story of the year <laughs> and gary harris think, um, got it back at some point along the way with the return of the season or that the high just looking more and more indefinite I was not even sure at one point if the postseason would happen. At some point, I sort of moved into what happens this summer mode. And in the lack of a playoff run, I went, well, they probably have to trade Jamal. But I've just been excited and reminded by the idea that we don't know that yet. And there's a chance this kid comes out and just whips. So it's it's really high on my list of things I hope to see. Uh, All right, guys, if you want to get into the WG tournament, WGT tournament, that's coming up this weekend. Don't know what it's called. Don't yeah, what know are we what the do? course is. Don't know what the difficulties are. Don't know how fast the greens are. What do you, so we, you can help us decide this right now. I propose that we made an absurdly difficult putting <laughs> challenge again, and that we call it Icy Greens. 
but people see them. or we could do something entirely different. You, you guys tell me. What, what do you want? What it's do you like want the from hottest tournaments? week of the year, wouldn't you say? This is usually like mid-July, late It's going to be very July. hot this weekend. It's going to yeah. be very hot. Maybe we need a scorcher in the desert. Take us to the desert, Eric. All right. All right. Okay, fine. So we'll, there'll be a desert-themed uh, <laughs> tournament coming your way. Nine holes of uh, dry terror. There it is. All right. Well, anyways, if you want to play in that tournament... Uh, download WGT from <laughs> dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR2 Clubhouse. That way you will automatically be entered into that tournament uh, this coming weekend. Also, guys, Strava Craft Coffee. You can get it for 20% off with the code DNVR20. If you're feeling stressed, if you got back pain or neck pain, Strava Craft Coffee can help you out. It's packed with CBD. It can alleviate a lot of problems that you've been experiencing short-term or long-term. Maybe you've had that like back pain and neck pain that you haven't quite been able to get rid of. Uh, check out Strava Craft Coffee, packed with CBD, and you can get it for 20% off with the code DNVR20. What do you guys feel about reggae? I exactly. feel like it's music that exists. Yeah, Great point, in the sorry. summer. It's true. I feel like I have to be woke enough to listen to reggae now in 2020. I have to have an understanding that I'm just hopping on someone else's culture. You know what I mean? <laughs> I um, that I need a reason to listen to Bob Marley other than weed is tight. Um, all right. It is tight, it's, though. It is tight. tight. It's uh, segment three. It's towards the end of the of the show, which means it's time to play the show that's sweeping the nation, a national sensation. It's called The Steps, and it can't be played without a DNVR member, so let's welcome into the show... I think for the first time, I could be wrong. Brady, what's up, brother? This Brady, Brady looks familiar the... to me. Have you yeah, been on before? Hey, Brady, is this Brady. your second time on? This is my first time, actually. First time. Oh. Oh, first time. He just yeah. has one of those yeah. faces. Brady, yeah, where are you calling us from tonight? Uh, up in Boulder. Ooh. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yo, look yeah. at the shirt. You should have come oh, on yeah. last night. You could have oh, matched man, both day, Adam and I. We were wearing those yesterday. I was the one asking you guys yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> That's to see his money. I, I, I like this guy. I wear the same shirt you know, two days in a row. I thought that was a normal thing. <laughs> that is quarantine level acceptability at this point. You can wear the same shirt as long as you want. Brady, I'm wearing who? a polo because I didn't. I, I they said I didn't have to, but I was gonna feel. I this is why I hate golf because because of that. But I never wear a polo. It's very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, come you on. look uncomfortable. Oh, come Very on. Uncomfortable. Hey, could you at least button the bottom button? I mean, it's, you, your V is plunging a little deep for my uh, for my taste. <laughs> Brady, we were just talking about some of the things, some of the players we're most excited, most hyped to see as this thing gets going. What does that list look like for you? Is there one thing that you just can't wait to be watching again? Uh, I was definitely in agreement with Murray. I mean, yeah, like the bull bull hype is awesome. I'm all for it. All here for the bull bull hype, but yeah, I'm ready to see Murray really establish himself. This is the time. Totally, yeah. bull bull is, is like a time. tantalizing piece of candy, but like we, we want yeah. some meat, man. It's time to meat's back on the menu, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Such a great reference. Are, are you a Murray <laughs> believer? Do you, you're saying you're hoping to see it? Do you expect to see it in the bubble? Mm, I I try to be. Mm. I I'm holding out hope for as long as I can out here. Dude, this Not is the... that he's a. He, he's. I just want to see it. I just want to see sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. The thing is, we have seen it. That's that's the thing about Murray is I. It's hard to question how good he could be. It really is consistency, which is such a weird. It's such a weird thing because we know he's. I don't know. It's like weird rooting for consistency. Every third yeah, game, he's awesome. Exactly. 
Exactly. And his playoffs last year, yes, he had a bad uh, game one. Um, But his playoffs last year probably don't get enough talk. First time in the playoffs, he was 21 years old. Um, I feel like he probably deserves more credit for that. The second part of game two. Every team actually targeted him, though. That's the other part of this is, like, he was the weak link on the defensive end, so there's a little give and take. But he was awesome. Like, his highs were really, really high in that series, especially at games three, four, those Portland series. Well, well, I mean, to keep it 100, the lows were were low. Were really low. I mean, it was – so I think it's really fair to any for anyone to be skeptical or excited or somewhere in between, you know what I mean? It's it's definitely a wait and see thing. Um Brady, are you familiar with the steps? If we were to get rolling, do you know know how to play? I sure am. Uh, right. Do I have a helper? Yeah, who's Brady's helper tonight? He does not have a helper tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm his right. helper. No, I'm always the it. default helper. Yeah, right. Let's do this, Brady. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Brady. Question number one. What sport has Adam rarely, if ever, played before this summer but still believes he's going to be great at? Golf. The The answer is actually every sport. Every 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 sport or activity. Yeah, all of them. Adam did talk a big game about spike ball when he and Kristen Clark, or me and Kristen yeah. Clark played. You're getting we beat a lot him. of run out of this. I did not know this was such an important competition to you. Eric. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just wow. saying we haven't had that many competitions. That spike I'm just ball saying, game was like a year ago, dude. No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I, I only have so many data points. Like I, just I, like, I, rec- I like Eric <laughs> imagining him at the bar, just some randos. He's like, I don't know if you guys heard, but I beat Adam at spike ball one time a couple years back. It's a really big moment for me. Unbelievable. I, how, how did this turn back on me? I, 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 I hate that I opened my mouth all right go <laughs> uh question number two which of these players was a second round pick michael porter jr monte morris or mason Plumley? monte second all round? day monte morris hey, monte, we trust. it is monte morris two yeah. four two excited to see pj dozier too by the way i'll add him to my list oh absolutely <laughs> okay. absolutely noted you think question. he knows that i beat you at spike ball pj dozier <laughs> uh, question number three which of these players was a teammate of Jamal Murray's at Kentucky DeMarcus Cousins Tyler Eulis John Wall Eulis uh, Tyler Eulis yeah. yep. it was Tyler Eulis that's right Murray. baby let's go there we go question number four what is Michael Porter Jr.'s brother's name oh it is Oh, it's Jonte. Jonte. Oh, Jonte. nice work, I was Eric. thinking, I was thinking Kevin, but that's the guy on the Cavs, Jonte. It is Jonte. <laughs> Let's four go. Four. I'm glad. I like how Eric actually knows the uh, obligations of the helper. He just right. gives you the answer right <laughs> away. The answer. I'm, fami- I'm, fami- it. <laughs> I'm familiar with the steps, guys. <laughs> None of those tease hints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I, I was gonna be like, it's like John. And then I was like, you know what? Let's move on. Let's get, to, let's get to the stickers, baby. His father owns a ranch on <laughs> the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Question number five. Paul Millsap made the All Defense Team. I believe the second team in 2016. What team was he on? What team did he play for when he made the all defense team in 2016? Hmm. Is that Utah or is that Atlanta? That's Atlanta. Uh, oh. That's the right answer then. <laughs> I think that's what he's asking, Brady. Oh. <laughs> I thought you I thought you were asking which of the 
all, all NBA teams. teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh. team was he on when he made oh. the all defense Atlanta. team? Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. It is Atlanta. <laughs> it is Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the phrasing might Inflection have been a point, Brady. Brady. Sticker pack could be yours. Oh, we'll mail it boy. all the way up to Boulder. We're we allowed go. to do that. Not allowed to mail it, go. by the way, to, uh, Not to Australia. Australia. We'll, we'll yeah. make former intern Kale bike it up. So. I guess that joke didn't. You want to keep right. going? <laughs> yeah, keep going. He doesn't care, dude. He Brady's in it. He's in it to win it. All right. You think he showed up for stickers? Come on. <laughs> uh, question number six. PJ Dozier went to the same college as what Nuggets legend? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Yikes. First off, which college did he go to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... Um... Is this going to be like Alex English? It's generally Alex English is the question for Nuggets legend. <laughs> it could be David. What are, your, what are your thoughts here, Eric? What are your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts are, I think it's probably Alex English. I think it's like a... <clears throat> but I honestly, the college is my absolute weak spot when it comes to steps questions. I don't know where anybody went. I don't know when they went. I don't know who. I don't know anything. Yeah, not my forte either. Mm-hmm. Let's go with let's go with it, Eric. Oh God, I've got faith. It is Alex English. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Faith. Question number seven. This is a, this is another tough one. Uh, who was taken earlier in their respective drafts? Will Barton or Nikola Jokic? Who was taking earlier? One, so who was picked first, Will Barton or Nicole Jokic in their respective drafts? It's a really good one. Win. Good job. I think Jokic was earlier. I think Will was like, uh, let me think about this. Because Jokic was what, 40 or 41? Will Barton. I would think, I would think the Trailblazers were a better team at that time. Hmm which would lead me to believe Jokic was first. He was ahead of him. That's great. Nuggets strapped ahead of him. That's, uh, that's all I got. This feels like a trick question, too. This does feel like a trick question. It's, it's not. Be. It's just there's it two. Could be a question. Question. Well, you would think that... You would think that... You would think that yeah. right. We're going to go Jokic was first. I'm sorry, Brady. Yeah! Oh, it was well oh, hard. Were they 40 and 41? <laughs> Will Barton was selected 40th overall, and Nikola Jokic was selected 41st overall. Yo, Tough question. So Tough rude. question. Oh my God. Oh, we can brutal. see Brady backstage. He's just, he can't. Oh, just this throwing one his computer. That Yo, that's a dude. That was what? What number of question was that? <laughs> Hey, the questions are getting harder. We can't be giving away I all these it. prizes. I love it. You know what? Yeah, cor- the people that rode with us through quarantine, easier questions. <laughs> yeah. Now that you're coming back, oh, now that man. everybody's coming back, harder questions. Yo, that one, I thought that, that was a heart punch to me. I feel, I'm, a, I'm a little dazed here, guys. <laughs> well, listen, shout out to Brady for hopping on, doing a great job. Uh, shout out. It to was a 50-50 question, for, though. So He was 50-50. close. So he was half right or wrong. Uh, shout out to the rest of you for watching, commenting, laughing with us. Uh, we're getting closer. The hype train getting some momentum. Shout out Bull Bull. Just Shout out Bull Bull. And uh, hey, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. New show. Casual Friday. <laughs> Apparently a casual, maybe a sloppy Friday. That's oh, how, it's going to be sloppy be, It's going to be a weird show. That's how I'll tease it. Bring your beers to Shotgun, fellas. Bring your beard. It's a we're, new it, show. Yeah, we forgot it, about yeah. that detail. <laughs> All right. Well, there's your tease. We'll talk to you guys Yo, tomorrow. 
Yo, listen, everybody, like, we're going to invite people on to shotgun beer. Oh, oh God. Gonna, I, can't do, I can't do multiple shotties. I can't yeah, do you can't. Well, listen, we'll invite as many people that want to come on, at, maybe at the same time, to shotgun beers with that. We're, we're, it, the, it's happening in the NBA bubble. We're all about reporting on what's happening in the NBA bubble. We're going to recreate the NBA bubble life for you in your home. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys, take it easy. We'll, we'll hit you up tomorrow for some fun. Be safe. Be safe. We're out. They said Adam needs to play rugby. Hard pass. One sport I don't need to play. I'll be bad at it. I'll get hurt. So you guys know from listening to this show that there's only one type of coffee I drink. I don't drink Starbucks. I don't drink any of those other imitation coffee shops out there. I only drink Strava Craft Coffee because Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. It can give you a good boost in the morning but it also helps alleviate a lot of problems that you might've been dealing with, whether it's neck pain, back pain, arthritis, IBS, if you're stressed these days, which, hey, I've been stressed a lot over the last couple months. It happens, especially during these times. Check out Strava Craft Coffee because CBD can help out with a lot of that stuff. And you can get Strava Craft Coffee right now for 20% off when you use the code DNVR20 online at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Again, it's packed with CBD. It's the only type of coffee I drink. It's the only type of coffee that a lot of us here at DNVR drink. So you guys can get 20% off with the code DNVR20 only online, StravaCraftCoffee.com.